You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. You know what? That's a good theme song. That is a good theme song. I was hoping it would be on our list somewhere. Ooh, we can pick our own theme song to win. (laughs) It has been too long since we've started this to not have any more closure, so we're happy to be back for the Extreme TV Theme Song Bracket Part 2, colon, The Golden Age. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. This is exciting. This is my favorite thing to do. Yeah, we brackets. 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 Uh, yeah, so if you haven't listened to part one, go back and listen to part one and catch up. Yeah, we already did the Bronze Age, which was basically mid-80s through the 90s. And now we're... St- well, going- let's remind them, who came out on top in that bracket? Uh, that one was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was the winner. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the final four. Yes, mm-hmm. and there will it be a It was a winner. long episode, yeah. so if you just look at episode length and think you don't have the time... Well, you're missing out, buddy, because it was action-packed. I've listened to it twice already. Wow. We love ourselves. I do. We're hilarious. (laughs) And we're so novel coming up with things like this. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we're going to go in the Wayback Machine. This is as far back as we can go, and you'll be surprised how many you know, I bet. Um, There are a ton of great theme songs in the Golden Age, and the earliest show actually... You're not going to believe this. It started in 1922. Whoa. And this range goes all the way from then until the present. Like, at mm. least one of these shows is still on in some form. See, that's crazy. So, But most of these are going to be from the 50s and 60s. So, yeah, that's the era you'll be looking at. So, let's slow down and start over. <laughs> We're doing a bracket, like a tournament bracket, and we are pitting two TV theme songs against each other. Mm -hmm. And we debate, talk about maybe some memories we have of it. Uh, Our criteria is anything we want it to be. Is it the best song? Is it our favorite show? Is it the one that has the best nostalgia? Is it the one that has the best memories? Does it explain the show? Yeah, so we have our own set of criteria, but we try to be consistent with it. And then the winner of that bracket moves on to the next, to the next, to the next. So after four of these, we're going to have a final four and one big winner. So I believe that's yeah all that the ground rules. It. Yeah, it's pretty clear. Yeah, okay. so like golden it. age it is. So now we so this bracket has thirty five on it. I think like no, most 36. brackets. Yeah, yeah thirty five. Always number. odd numbers. Always an odd yeah. number. <laughs> Who knows what was going on in my mind when I figured this out? But and if there are any complaints, uh, the direct them is the to one Pooh Ball. All you do it. is write your complaint on a piece of toilet paper, <laughs> crumble it up, and flush it. It'll it'll come right to me. Okay. Um. So we are doing a play in in the northwest bracket. Mm-hmm. 
Yakety Sax, baby. I feel like even if you don't know the song or what show it's from, you've seen somebody parody it or reference it or make some kind of use of this. So this should be a very familiar piece of music. The Benny Hill show. Yeah, yeah. This this show remind or this song reminds me of my grandparents. I used to watch this. <laughs> Whoa, I used to watch your, your grandparents were wild. Yeah. Yeah, we used to watch the old reruns. They used to be on yeah. on a local channel, oh, and yeah. uh, I, I always it was remember. a little racy. Oh yeah, yeah. For, especially for that time period. So yeah, yeah. Benny Hill. He, he it was a uh, he was a British comedian yeah, BBC show. He would chase around the girls. So I want to say it's like the TV land of its day. <laughs> I know. But, uh, I know you you said not to make any references. Other <laughs> yeah. your hand, your handcuffing me. <laughs> it was on from. 1955 to 1991. I didn't realize it was on that long. Wow, 1991. That's crazy. The internet does not lie. (laughs) And what's it up against, Cliff? Oh, I like it. I do. This is the favorite Mm version. That theremin music in there. Oh man, this gets me up. Excited! (laughs) Oh my gosh! (laughs) Exterminate! So this is one of the shows that is still on. It made a reappearance. Doctor Who. Um, and it still has the same theme song from all these years. It has a different version. A different version, but it is the same. It's the same song. It it was came out in 1963. And yeah, it's it's still on. Yeah, we're we're currently on our thirteenth Doctor, mm-hmm. uh, our first Lady Doctor, and uh, I'm a big fan of Doctor don't Who. I love Odin. Doctor Who. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't tell Odin. <laughs> but I know neither of you guys are big fans of Doctor Who, correct? Correct. This might okay. be the first time I'm ever hearing this. Wow. Yeah, I did not know the theme song until I, really. I wouldn't have. Recognized, recognized it. Yeah. It's, not, yeah, like it's it. not a famous piece of music that I you would hear elsewhere. Like a lot of these shows, even if you've never seen the show, you've probably heard yeah, it. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. Whether you've seen it or not, I, 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 I really like it, and yeah, I, I, I like it better. What than, a great sci-fi theme! Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's good enough that I would want to vote for it over Benny Hill. Yeah, it's uh, and Benny Hill's. You know, that's whatever. It's classic BBC show. You know comedy but yeah i mean it's a good it's very recognizable and but even if if i'm just thinking of say if somebody said hey name a bbc show immediately i'm gonna say doctor who right i'm gonna vote for benny hill because that's yeah it's more iconic to me as a piece of music but all right so doctor who goes through and it is up against a juggernaut you uh last episode you you threw out a your prediction pretty early do you have a a number one seed you don't have to say it but do you have something you Uh, think i don't okay Okay. i don't there isn't something that sticks out because i don't know what you guys are going to say yeah there's a couple on here i felt like i knew you guys were going to go with the fresh prince at the end but i this one i don't know what you're going to do i don't know what anybody is nostalgic for but this next one i i feel like is what a theme song should be it should tell you what the heck is going on set Mm -hmm. up the show be a song everybody recognizes. Yeah. Let's hear it. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship. The 
one mate was a mighty sailing man, the skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour. A, a three-hour three tour. tour. Do you recognize it at home? <laughs> and whatever his wife. <laughs> I put that version in because originally the first version yeah. I always remember as a kid they would, it was different it was instead of the professor and Marianne it was a movie star and the rest yeah I was like true. what about the professor and Marianne <laughs> yeah this was a series that started out in black and white and then moved into that color I was area. watching an episode the other day on uh, me TV or something and I sent yeah. you guys a picture of Kurt, Kurt Russell was on it. he was <laughs> like the island boy yeah. <laughs> But I'm, I'm sure I saw all these episodes a million times when I was a kid. And they, oh gosh, it ran reruns ran on um, TBS for yeah. Ever. It was only on from '64 to '67. Yeah, so yeah. we watched the same episodes right. over and over. Remember and when over. they got off the island? Yes, that was so good. The movie that yeah. was like a TV movie. And they ended up crashing back on the same island. Yeah, like they yeah. went out on a tour or whatever again that was like a movie that used to come on randomly on like a saturday <laughs> afternoon i would watch it every yeah. time i loved because the professor w came back and invented a bunch of things that were already invented yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like look at this and it, it was a frisbee <laughs> they're like yeah we've already got this he just kept getting repeats yeah, yeah you, so. you probably never watched it you got that look on your face uh, a little bit I'm just yeah. thinking of Beavis and Butthead. Like, yeah. Who's the Professor Anne Marion? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. But uh, yeah, great, great nostalgic show. Like you said, in syndication every day of my childhood somewhere. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you, it's something like the Brady Bunch or whatever that you you can't not have seen somewhere. Yeah. I have an anecdote. About oh, please. This. Oh man. <laughs> We're begging. Oh, man. Back when I was a kid, uh, I think it was the first time we ever went to uh, what was then Disney's MGM Studios. Uh, the, the old T uh, Superstar TV Theater, they used to do, they would pick people out of the crowd um, waiting in line. Right. And then they would put you in front of a blue screen and put you in a classic television <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Show. Oh, please tell me the skipper hit That's you with his hat. <laughs> Actually... <laughs> I got picked to be the skipper. Oh, that's I totally can yeah. see that. <laughs> and and I and this the the other kid that they picked it was just Skipper and, Gill and right, Gilligan, yeah. and the other kid was like he wasn't from America and didn't really speak English. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's my the only the other thing I always think of when I see Gilligan is that 70s show and Fez saying oh Gilligan <laughs> so I'm imagining this that, that's what happened to me am I Gilligan <laughs> yeah and so all I remember is they kind of put us in you know they had like a the boat we were driving the boat right. I remember driving the boat yeah. and then um, I, I hit him with my hat you know they gave you the, like the blue little polo, polo shirt and over. in his culture that's like right. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and then um, I remember uh, riding like the stationary bicycle that yeah. played well, in the credits. Marianne and would ride that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I got to be in Gilligan's Island. Love it. 
Back in 1989. Uh, Pretty that, easy vote there. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got to take that over whatever. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was up. It against. was Doctor Who, but that's that's a classic. It 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 does it all. Okay, so it's up against another classic <laughs> that tells the story. I know every word. Yeah. Give me that countryside. <laughs> no, <laughs> this was Ava Gabor. <laughs> I don't know the difference. Hooterville. Hooterville. <laughs> yeah, there was a pig. <laughs> yeah, she she was Lisa. He was uh, Oliver Wendell Douglas. Want a simpler way of life and. It yeah. was not the best show. No. Any stretch, but it's a great theme song. I, all I really re- pretty much remember is the theme song. I think it was a show that when it came on, I watched the opening theme and then turned it off. <laughs> I think it was like a spinoff of Petticoat Junction. Uh, Could have been. <laughs> sure. Been. Is that where Hooterville's from? Hooterville? Petticoat? It might be. It might be the same. It might be the in, universe. In both. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it's a spinoff. Like, I think it's the same thing. Petticoat. I don't know. Is that theme on here? Petticoat. No, no, Petticoat. I don't know. That should have been the play in. I don't know that it Petticoat. had a great theme song. Anyway, so now we have a clash: Gilligan's Island or Green Acres? Uh, uh, right? Or no. is that wrong? No, no. You're oh, I'm sorry. Ahead. I'm. I, oh, sorry. Green Acres. Has Green Acres to has to move ahead. Yeah. Green Acres yeah. has to beat this. Good luck. <laughs> Hello, I'm Mr. Red. Horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Ed. Go right to the source and ask the horse. He'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. Ed. Go yakety yak the street. I think I only knew, like, the but first Mr. few Ed words. I don't... Oh, yeah, I don't know this yeah. far into it, but it's, a, it's an iconic song. It's guy... Had a horse out in his barn. They Wilbur. put peanut butter on, on yeah. the horse's gums and make well, him look like he talked. That horse would walk around and walk up to the door and they'd talk. And uh, I mean, yeah, who For knows? Nineteen fifties novel idea there. Um, That's yeah. all we needed back then. A horse. Oh, morning, Wilbur. Never mind that. I'm tired of you beating me to the morning paper. I like to read it with my eggs. I like to read it with my hay. Wow. Oh, See, Mr. it's simpler Ed. times. It's all you need. We weren't so cynical back then that that wasn't an amazing joke. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I, never, I didn't see all these, but I definitely revisit. It was on from 61 to 66. Wow. I'm actually a little... Oh, it was in the... That was 60? Oh, yeah. I thought it was in the 50s. Uh, it's black a, and white, but it was, yeah. it was in That's the That's a lot of horse puns. <laughs> it's it, a, it, it, a lot of peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Ed. That's a that's a classic piece of uh, 
Yeah. You, you, you know, you still, I mean, it, everyone it knows a horse is a horse. They know the next one. Of course, of course. Yes. Of course. Like yeah, everyone, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's Green Acres for me. Yeah, it's Green Acres for me. But okay. it, glad, we're glad you played. I'm um, over. And then when we go Green Acres versus Gilligan, I'm going Gilligan Tyler. Yeah, that's an easy. Yeah, one. yeah. GI for me. Okay, so GI. <laughs> oh, I just, <laughs> you are about that age. Yo, oh. Gilligan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're getting into. A little darker. That's classic right there. The Funeral March of the Marionette from Alfred Hitchcock Presents. I didn't know anything about this until uh, in the 80s they did a reboot of it. They had amazing stories followed by Alfred Hitchcock Presents new shows. And then I went back and revisited a lot of these episodes. And I just, that made me just a huge Alfred Hitchcock fan. I started getting into his movies and such. I I loved it. I love that. He walks, that's why I didn't walk into the draw profile. That's what I remember. And he said, Good evening. Good evening. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. It was 55 to 65. I had literally never watched a single one of those until Christmas this year, staying at my mom's house with her three channels, getting <laughs> me TV. They play the old yeah. school stuff. So it was late one night, and I watched one. I was like, that was really cool. Right. And then I've 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 taped a couple that had, you know, Burt Reynolds was in one. Like, it has a whole bunch of stars. Mm, yeah. So anyone I saw with an actor, like, oh, I'd like to see, you know. Yeah. So I've, I've watched probably eight or nine of them since then i always equated it with another show which we're about to play the theme song from but the reason i always like alfred hitchcock better and i'm not talking theme songs i just the show the better, show was because i wanted an answer i wanted to i wanted a Conclusion. explanation mm-hmm. where this next show they could always just explain it away as the supernatural traveling through another dimension a dimension not only of sight and sound but of mind a Rod journey into a land whose boundaries are that of imagination your next stop the twilight zone 1959 to 1964 and again this is a show that is on now the reboot yeah. had a resurgence in the 80s mm-hmm. that's probably around the similar time as amazing stories and then they've rebooted it today on cbs um, yeah, I have a whole thing of this in my notes for some episode where we don't have a whole lot of TV to talk about. Uh, talk about Twilight Zone, yeah, and right? I, I, what you know, Alfred Hitchcock and all these episodes I've been watching. But um, you'll just have to wait for that, listener. <laughs> Twilight Zone is my number one TV show of all time. It wow. is, it is wow. my favorite show of all time. Uh, I love it. I think it's st- the best episodes still stand up till today. Uh, a lot of them have been ruined because they're so familiar. Mm-hmm. It's a cookbook. There's a man on the wing. I broke that, my glasses. That, yeah, so you know everything that's going to happen in them. But I I watch this show and try to put it in context of the early '60s. You know, the Dick Van Dyke era. It's like how were people tuning in to watch Father Knows <laughs> Best and then see this? <laughs> And the, yeah. <laughs> princess <laughs> and they see that's why <laughs> this mind-bending like allegory talking about race 
or politics or you know belief structures and and you know trying to find peace in the world like Ross Serling had something to say and every episode he was trying and it's a little bit quaint by today's <sighs> standards it might be a little heavy-handed but this was his you know hail mary to the world trying yeah. to like get people to think about what the world around them pre-vietnam pre you know when everything was still hunky-dory in america and i i i can't say enough good about the twilight zone i saw i've liked what i've seen after this with alfred hitchcock and again it's a theme people know mm-hmm. but twilight zone you know anything weird happens something falls off the shelf and people will go oh it's part of the cultural as far as even if just iconic that theme song has to i on that alone it yeah. beats Alfred Hitchcock, but you know my heart's with the other show. Well, I'll just say there's no Alfred Hitchcock Tower of Terror in any theme. <laughs> oh my god! Of course so Twilight Zone. All right, so Twilight Zone is going to go up against the winner of this matchup. Mission Impossible. Yeah. I mean, come on. That is still the one of the greatest theme songs ever, I'm telling you. <laughs> 1966 to 1973, one of the most boring shows was ever made. Because <laughs> I was at, you know, obviously I didn't watch it then, but reruns were on. Yeah. And I loved that theme song even as a kid, but the show was way above me. You know, it was too grown up for me to get into. But wow, I love that theme song. And yet another thing that's in our beyond our pop culture, where you know something falls down a crack or you have to go mm-hmm. up a ladder, right. you in your head done done. Yeah, dun, this dun, is dun, just dun. like Twilight Zone. Yeah, you just immediately have yeah, that. Yeah. It, what's it up against? Oh, man. Yeah. The story you are about to see is true. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. It's like 18 before the 18. Just the facts, Cliff. (laughs) I had to include this. This is so simple and perfect. I love the theme song to Dragnet. You can call it a theme song. And, and again, this is a show I watched growing up. Nickelode, Nick at Night, reruns. Originally on NBC, uh, Sergeant Joe Friday. Yeah. You know, following the clues. Yeah. The song is so straightforward and no nonsense, just like oh, Just Joe like Friday. the character. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like we're getting right to the point. Those first four notes are just <laughs> iconic. I and again, it. the name's been changed to protect the innocent. Like, how often has that been used? Right. In, in, yeah. yeah. Wonderful. And a, and a great remake in the uh, Dan Aykroyd, Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks yeah. movie. Right. Right. I love that movie. So, how do Did we they feel? they use a similar... I assume they use the same... They use the same oh, theme. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's what they based the whole movie on. <laughs> right. Um, so, what, do we, what do we, how do we feel about... It's uh, Dragnet versus Mission Impossible. It, Dragnet's great. 
But it can't. It doesn't touch Mission Impossible. I'll vote Dragnet. Yeah, I could easily. Have, I mean, I think Dragnet rates really high, but I just am. I Mission Impossible is where it's at. So that puts Mission Impossible up against Twilight Zone. What do you think about that? That's that's an easier pick for me. I, I yeah. than even against Dragnet. Like I, I like Mission Impossible better. We're already to a very tough choice for me. Yeah, right? so good. Mission, Mission Impossible. That's a great funky piece of music well i'm gonna put jordan on the spot because i'm voting twilight zone all right so we got split so it's up to me <laughs> yeah that's that's good Dang. this is kapow you can pick whatever yep. you want what are you feeling I say, twilight everyone knows twilight if you've never seen an episode uh, you know that's not notes. an art everyone knows mission possible yeah but <laughs> maybe, i'm just saying maybe they don't know what it's from you can pick another reason that ain't it <laughs> ah the mission impossible song is so good they're both very original, and, just, they, and they match I get the show. Up, like I said, I used to climb out of my car while I was driving to that song. Yeah, and it's so so solidly written. They still use the same beats. To, yeah, they they update it. And there's techno music. They try to it. every soundtrack they come yeah. out with. They try to do something with it. Yeah, and there's just they do, the the wisest thing they ever do is not mess with it. Twilight Zone is literally my favorite show of all time. Well, you're very welcome to vote for it. <laughs> you're not gonna. Lie. I'm not gonna. I'm I don't already, have my heart set on. I'm anything. already sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to bring a change of clothes. Play Twilight Zone one more time. Oh, now you're now we're playing requests. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Just jab your finger at the mouse. Oh. It sets the tone. It's spooky. It is. Rod Serling's voice instantly grounds you, shows you where you're at. Give me some Mission Impossible. I gotta pick Mission Impossible. <laughs> I just wanted to hear it one more time. Okay, before we lose it forever. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That decision was tough. You may say it was near impossible. <laughs> All right, so that puts Mission Impossible up against Gilligan's. <laughs> These are the matchups you never thought you'd see, folks. Excitement. Well, then that's an easy choice for me. Then, if I had so much trouble picking Mission Impossible, yeah, it can't be better than Gilligan. So I will say first Mission Impossible. I'm going to Gilligan's Island. I am very upset that this has come to me <laughs> because I, I, to reveal a little bit, I didn't have, don't have any expectations for this, but mm -hmm. I know, I feel like I lean more towards the ones that tell the story and things. So, and I want that, th them to live in this bracket. And this era, this golden age era, there was That's so much of that. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, that's so, what a theme song was meant to do. It wasn't right. just to be a cool. And I music. love that about them. That's why I love all these theme songs. Uh, but, but, but that match lighting and that yeah. like, -na 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 -na, you get that two seconds of like, and then it blows. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You. How yeah. many? How many bus rides have you been on when you sing along to Gilligan's Island? <laughs> it's like you know, like Gilligan's Island, the Flintstones Do you on those, on those field, you know, on those field trips back when you're a kid. Like it's a song everybody knows every word to. I don't remember singing on the bus. <laughs> well, how big was your bus? <laughs> it was the full size. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I love the 
style of a Gilligan's Island type theme song, but I hold Mission Impossible in every way up to such high regard that I'm definitely going with it. So there's, I feel, I feel like that's a little bit of a surprise coming out of the middle of the bracket, really, to take that section. So the representative of the Northwest section will be Mission Impossible, and it will it will go up against the winner of the Southwest section, which there's no play in, and these guys are very, I am very, very upset that I did not find another song that I could have, but, you know, come on. So, <laughs> we're, we're going to go. Have I just we, didn't have feel we like ever it. shown restraint? Right. Right. The whole point is to be weird. You know, 140 songs. Okay. Sounds about right, but 141? Oh, no. No, we can't well, do that. Well, I'm going to tell you that this next matchup was very obvious, but... <laughs> Uh, this first song is one of the most famous theme mm-hmm. songs ever. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They're all together ooky, the Adams family. The house is a museum, when people come to see them, they really are a scream, the Adams Family. Neat. I wonder what it's up against. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's, yeah, I, I bet never you can guess. guess out there, but come on, the Adams Family, we had yeah. Cousin It, Wednesday, Thing, the th- yeah. you had Lurch, Uncle Fester, Pugsley. Gomez and Morticia. <laughs> you rang. Uh, yeah, come on. I had yeah, I love the Gomez and Morticia. Him kissing up her arm and all all this. I just it was a good show. And being rebooted as an animated series pretty soon. Well, they did the they did the Adams Family movies like back in the what nineties, right? Yeah, with Angelica Houston. Yeah, they were Christopher Lloyd played Uncle. Fester. So this was on from six. It was only on from sixty four to sixty six. Wow. That's incredible to me. It's just like, they're so iconic. Obviously, before we were born, but I guess it's just the, they were, reruns were so, Mm -hmm. just all the time. Okay, it's up against the obvious. This was one of my favorite shows. Uh, this is the cliffiest show. <laughs> <laughs> the Munsters. Would you believe that this and the Adams Family were basically on exactly the same amount of time in the exact same era? 64 to 66. Huh. Of course, the Munsters had a bunch of uh, like TV movies afterwards, though. Yeah. I couldn't tell you, though, the names of all the characters on that show other than Herman, oh. Munster, oh, yeah, and Grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, okay, Eddie. Yeah. What else is there? What There's else? the normal girl. Yeah. What, what, what else do you need? I don't. But I, <laughs> Lily. Okay. Mom, Lily. Yeah. I'm looking here. That sounds familiar. Okay. Eddie was a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Marilyn was. The Marilyn was the, she was the girl. Niece. Yeah. Okay. They had the cool car. 
Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Dracula. What was Dracula? Yeah, that's right. Anyway, I I kind of like that better. Burn through the witches and yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, what do you guys think? Uh, Monsters. Adam's family. Gosh, you guys sticking it to me again. (laughs) We've learned to stick it to somebody. (laughs) I feel like I just I I've seen both of these in syndication. A little bit. I'm sure I've seen Adam's Family a little bit more, but neither of them were big, you know, important touchstones in my childhood. I just Adam's Family to me is a catchier too. You know, the monsters. That's pretty funky. Yeah, pretty I like funky it. I was surprised line, as we sat here how much I liked it. Um, but the Adam's Family, the snapping, you can't. Yeah, they they play that in a ballpark. Dude, everybody and snapping. everyone knows exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going Adam's Family. Um. Now we get back to our oldest show. I, I teased that it started in 1922, um, but that's probably not the era that we saw a lot of. Okay. <laughs> oh man! Oh, thanks. Get it out of the way. Our gang, later known as the Little Rascals, to us. Yeah, I just want I just want to let you know that that was really confusing because you wrote our gang on the bracket, oh, I'm sorry. but it's listed under Little you, Rascals. I, I apologize. <laughs> same same thing, but um, there was different eras of that. Mm-hmm. We we saw it probably in the you know. I mean, obviously, we didn't see it till the seventies and eighties, but the uh, our gang started in nineteen twenty-two and went <laughs> on with different groups of kids. Yeah, that's before television was. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I'm serious. <laughs> These were movie serials. Yeah, yeah. we watched it on TV. Right, right. Yeah, you had Porky, Stymie, Stymie had the the bowler hat. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was Buckwheat, which was supposed to be. We were supposed to think that was a girl. What? Yeah, that's what I was reading about it. I was like, I never thought that was a girl. No. Um, obviously, the most famous was Spanky McFarland. That kid was great. You know, he ran that show. Alfalfa, everybody knows is the kid mm-hmm. with this. If you had your hair sticking up yeah. when you were a kid, your parents or your grandparents <laughs> called you Alfalfa. Yep, that's right. That is a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I will tell my grandkids I'm going to be, I'm going to carry that tradition. <laughs> And lick my hand and pat down their hair and talk, call Although them a whole new generation, there was a movie, mm-hmm. or at least one. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they still know the so, characters. Yeah, the characters are still... But if you haven't let your kids, you know, there's so much content nowadays. But you really, it would be, you really should, like, show them some of these classic shows. I feel like, yeah, like this show was like American history. Yeah, it really is. Pete the dog with the circle around his eye. <laughs> yeah. Before the before he was on Target commercials. Come on. Froggy, the kid <laughs> talked to that weird voice. Oh man, the world needs more froggy. Darla was <laughs> yeah, the Darla like, was one girl. Um He Man Woman Haters Club. Yep. So so good. I honestly have thought before, like, we're missing out on something, or this next generation's missing out on not having like a Nick at night or something yeah. that you know, these shows are all out there somewhere. They're on DVD sets or they're streaming somewhere, or MeTV. But to not have a centralized 
like say syndication they're just on somewhere. well we were we, we were, were forced yeah, yeah. We, we were a captive audience yeah. that's yeah. all that was on was these reruns yeah. so, so we you know well, I'm glad we watched oh them, yeah love we them. didn't have any other choice so <laughs> I have some exposure to everything on this list right right I don't know whether that makes me a better human being <laughs> but it's it's interesting that doesn't like, make you worse Jordan <laughs> hopefully but yeah there's a whole generation of you know you want to watch episode two from season four of this boom click you got mm-hmm. it which is amazing and yeah. wonderful, but there's something missing. Like those, uh, those Nick at Night, you know, like New Year's Day or whatever. They'd run yeah, the hundred you know, best episodes, and I've seen you know all the classics of Mary Tyler Moore show and all you know all those greats. Even if I've just seen one or two episodes, you you get the 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 gist of it. So I don't know. I don't know if people are digging in like. I'll just watch one random episode of, of our game. <laughs> yeah, you're and not. You stream yeah. it on YouTube. Like, I just, I don't see that happening. Right. And it is up against a. Uh, this is interesting. Yeah, this is, this is an odd matchup. Peter Gunn. Yeah. Never watched it, but it's still one of the most famous. Yeah, I feel like everyone knows that yeah. riff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, what, now, was that not in Spy Hunter, the video game? That's my exposure that's to where, it. That's where I <laughs> noticed it. But yeah, it's a it's a great theme song. Um, I'm definitely going to pick it over our gang. Just as a good theme mm-hmm. song. Yeah, it's a great... And, and that's all I know of Peter Gunn. It was on from 58 to 61, yeah. but it wasn't something I watched. He was a police lieutenant. Helps a private detective solve crimes in this show. And so. His name was Gun. Gun. Oddly, in our gang, that's a class. Uh, that's that, great. Like, yeah, that has a real feeling of its era. So I love it. Yeah, I'm going on our gang. I'm too. fine with that. Little, I'm little I, rascals. I almost regret, but I, I, I just think Peter got a good one. Oops. Well, I guess we're moving on to the next bracket. Oh, here, here, great hero, like a runaway <laughs> stallion. You can't hold him back. <laughs> So many of these are just beyond a theme song. Like, everyone knows that. Yeah. I know it's classical music. It's right, a famous right, piece right, of classical right. music. But. With his faithful Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early West. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. The Lone Ranger <laughs> rides again. Man. How many times I said hi ho Silva, yeah, Tonto and Scout. He'd always at the end of the episode he'd give somebody a silver bullet. And, <laughs> and who was that masked man? Yeah. I don't know, but he gave me this silver bullet. I had um, there was a there was a set of like three and three, three quarter inch uh, action figures I had back in the eighties of of the Lone Ranger and Tonto. And uh, I had some sort of playset thing too. That uh, oh, I remember that being advertised in the back of a whole bunch of comic books. Yeah, yeah, I had that stuff. Yeah. So uh, I, I was what a big was fan. Tonto, what was that guy's real name? Silverheels or something? Oh, Jay Silverheels, I would guess. Too quick, yeah. I think that's it. We would get that trivia question. Right. 
Okay. But yeah, I. So, Lone Ranger's up against another guy with a sidekick. Is your heart heart so hardened against this show, Jordan, that you can't realize? That oh, yeah, it's definitely not my favorite show, but that's one that's heck of a theme great song. Theme that's song. a heck of a th- I um, actually, I don't know if I've ever told this story, but uh, apparently when I was very, very young, uh, Batman used to run in reruns during the mornings. Mm-hmm. And my mom tells the story of, of when... She would, you know, we would get up and she would be getting ready for for work and she would set me in front of the TV to watch Batman. Now, as a baby... TV's always there for us. That's right. I'll beg a baby. (laughs) (laughs) But but it was such a colorful show and they say Batman over and over. That was your first word. It was my first word. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's amazing. <laughs> His freaking first word was Batman. Yep. Oh, there is. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Wow, there's some trivia for you. Wow. So Jeez, that's a pretty good first word. Yeah. That's no one can accuse you. That's of being a two a, syllable word. They can't Thank accuse you. you of being a fake nerd. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, I do love Lone Ranger, but just for that story alone, I have to vote Batman. Yeah, I'm voting Batman. Yep. Yeah, so George is like, uh. I mean, no, I have nothing. I mean, I understand <laughs> the joy people get from Adam West. Yeah, but Lone Ranger is, again, like I said, like. It's classical. Everyone yeah. knows exactly what yeah. that is. But yeah, no ill will. I, I could vote Batman, too. Let's cleanse your palate, Jordan. Well, should we finish? We didn't. Okay, let's, wait, let's yeah. go up the top here. So Adam's we're... family are little rascals. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to go Adam's family. Yeah, I figured Adam's family. Okay. okay, so that is the final of this uh, top part of geographical the bottom. Yeah. Top of the bottom. Yeah. Yes. So, this last coupling in the southwest bracket, this is this is a show up your alley, Jordan. Oh, I can still picture him tripping. And oh, falling. tripping over the ottoman. Only some of the time, though. Yeah, wasn't yeah. every every opening. They varied it, so some some weeks he would trip, some weeks he would. If you don't know what we're talking about, I pity you. Yes. This is the Dick Van Dyke Show. Oh, with so Rosemary and Maury Amsterdam. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke plays Rob Petrie. A writer on the fictional Alan Brady show. This was on from 61 to 66. It was the introduction, correct, of Mary Tyler Moore? Yes. It was. She had been a dancer and had been, you know, cast on some bit parts on some TV shows, but this was her first starring role. Just an incredible show. I've seen every episode multiple Mm -hmm. times. Um, 
it's just it's fantastic. It's one of the greatest sitcoms ever. Uh, another spoiler: If Twilight Zone is my favorite drama of all time, Dick Van Dyke Show is bar none my favorite sitcom of all time. I, I it is I believe still it. number one. I was just watching it this weekend. It was on MeTV. I have that. I, I watch stuff on that all the time. Yeah, so it's it is timeless, and I don't people throw that word around. But it pretty much is. There's a little bit of the, you know, dad, where's the pants in the family kind of stuff that's mm. not around anymore. Oh, Rob! <laughs> but most of the joke, Dick Van Dyke is the best physical comedian to ever walk the earth. I agree. He can make you laugh. He said just tripping over the ottoman or doing anything with his body. He's a dancer. Mm-hmm. He's 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 just he he's his physicality is second to none. Mary Tyler Moore, she was kind of an unknown quantity here and turned out to be a terrific comedian and played off. Those two had the chemistry like nobody else on screen. And then, you know, Joke Machine like Maury Amsterdam, Hilarious Rosemarie. We had uh, Carl Reiner yeah. as the creator right. and played Alan Brady, the blustery boss. So this was sitcoms were about the home back then. And then dad in the morning went off to work mm-hmm. and then he'd come home and then the thing would start they said well let's follow dad to work so this took place it was a workplace comedy and a home comedy and no show had ever done that before and this one just did it better than any of them yeah if like you said it's on uh me tv and i I was like i'm so glad that there are there is access to things like that because it's just great to revisit them they're all great episodes um but it's up against one of the biggest classics the i mean the original yeah. To all this. I mean, short and sweet. It, <laughs> it introduces, you know, I love Lucy, the... It was on from 51 to 57. Lucy Ricardo, you know, Lucille Ball, play, play, you know, to her real life husband, Desi, Desi Gar- Arnaz. Yeah, yeah. And he's a Cuban band leader and she's the wacky wife with their no wacky neighbors, Fred and Ethel Mertz. Yeah. And it's just a great show. This they had their was... own Bippy Bobka episodes <laughs> with the, the candy. Oh, man. They, yeah, they I was... ripped off Perfect Strangers. <laughs> I, I was telling you story, the Gilligan's Island story. Um, earlier oh, no. that same day I got picked to be Gillen, Gilligan and my grandma she had red hair and right. she got picked to be Lucy in that scene with, with the candy and oh, on the conveyor man, that's belt great. yeah yeah that's so. awesome yeah I mean I saw all these as a kid <laughs> you know I, it wasn't my favorite show but I could definitely appreciate how good of a comedian she was. Yeah. This was the first show that ever showed a pregnant lady mm. when she was, yeah, real life pregnant. So, yeah, it was pretty groundbreaking um, at the time, and just letting a woman be funny and not the, <laughs> right? You know, the wife scolds the the silly and, husband, and she like, was, yeah, we, and she that's still the, usually the formula. But she was married to an immigrant. Mm. Yep. Which was, you know, you think that's kind of crazy too, being in at the at that time. So, so I would still have to go with Dick Van Dyke over this. Had me at Dick. <laughs> Get that drop.
Okay, so that puts Dick Van Dyke up against Batman. The which, battle we've always needed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta the go. Dark Knight versus the Dark Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm gonna Dark I'm gonna, Wing Dick. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go Batman. Nightly. I'm gonna get my vote in there. Oh, wow. Well, Jordan. Batman's pretty great. Mm. They're all. They're both iconic. I I I wouldn't be angry at either of them. Yeah, I do love the D- Dick Van Dyke. It's show. great, and it gives me the feels. You know, it yeah. takes me back. But yeah, you know, that's why I answered on, first, so I didn't have to make yeah. these tough decisions. I knew that's why. <laughs> but on pure theme song, if we have to come down to what's the better theme song? Yeah, it's and like you, people it's more may iconic. Not even, people may not even recognize, right, but everybody recognizes Batman. Yeah. I'll go Batman. Yeah, All right, okay. Batman. So that puts Batman up against the Adams family, correct? Yes, yeah. That's an easier vote for me. Oh, you're all Adams family. No, no. No, you're all, you're Batman. all Batman. All Batman. Okay, because I was going to say I'm Batman over Adams <laughs> right, family. We're going Batman. So that we'll save the other that matchup like we did last time till yeah. the end. So now, folks, we're halfway through one quarter. Of the Don't ultimate do fractions. <laughs> yes, somebody figure out the common denominator there. Um, we are five sixteenths, no six sixteenths through the entire bracket. No, uh, we're halfway through this show, so now we're moving over to the northeast section, and we're got to play it. Here we come. Oh, this is fun. It's a good one. This is a play-in? Wow. Great song. Great song. Um, yes, it's a play-in, but hey. If it's got legs, it can't go far. Did, did just, you guys watch a lot of the Monkey no, Show? No, not really. <laughs> they sure they were a group that was put together for the show. Right. It's like O Town. And then the <laughs> <end> <laughs> of it. Now you've ruined it. <laughs> I'm just saying. But uh, they became a very successful music group and, and you know, toured for like 50 years. Yeah. On from 66 to 68. Davy, Peter, Mickey, and Mike. Yeah, definitely. The influence outlasted the show by a long. Yeah, long yeah. Time. They were like the fake Beatles. Yeah. You know? um, I didn't watch the show, but I do appreciate the theme song, and it is up against a much more iconic show, I believe. Leave it to Beaver, starring Barbara Billingsley, Hugh Beaumont. <laughs> Tony Dow and Jerry Mathers. Oh, I knew it was going to be Jerry Mathers. <laughs> As the beaver. As the beaver. <laughs> I, I mean, at Eddie. When Eddie oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie Haskell. Um, I, I love the show. I mean, I've I've definitely seen all of these. Uh, always getting in trouble. All. Oh, Beef, you know, Wally's always, you know, try figuring out how to get him out of trouble, and he's always got some terrible plan. I was really hoping the theme was, "Hey, hey, we're the Beaver." 
<laughs> People say we beaver around. Oh, okay, we've got dark dick. <laughs> okay. Uh, I the monkeys is a better song, but I have no nostalgia for it, so I'm going with the beef. I've if I've seen two of each of these, mm-hmm, yeah, right. I, that's probably stretching okay. it. So I have wow. to wow. Didn't watch Leave It to Be. I remember being on, but I have okay. no memories of okay. it. So. Uh, just, I just have to go on music alone. Right. I have to say monkeys. Now I know you've seen a lot of Leave It to Beaver, Cliff. Come on. Yeah, I've seen Leave It to Beaver. Second I've seen... word was Beaver. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> they were a little upset. <laughs> I think we uh, just hit Batman back one. Yeah, <laughs> we just crossed over to TV Land Adult. Um. No, I actually, I would say I've watched more of the monkeys. It was on Nick at Night wow. for a long time. Uh, Leave it to Beaver. I've seen, I, there was a period of time, it must have been on like dinner time TBS. Yeah. We used to, that we had like a little stand for the TV that would spin and point towards the living room or the kitchen. Uh-huh. And we would sit at the dinner table and watch these type of shows. Yeah. You know, while we yeah. 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 Um, this is tough, but I, I think I have to go Leave it to Beaver. I just think. That line in Jerry Mathers yeah. as the beaver is Come just on. Phew, it's right there. It's right there, man. <laughs> All right. It's not it doesn't stand a chance against this. This is one of the this is the number one seed in the bracket. Come and listen to a story about a man named Jed. A poor mountaineer barely kept his family fed. And then one day he was shooting at some food and up through the ground come a bubbling crude. Black, Black gold, Texas tea. tea. <laughs> he can't not sing it. Oh man! It's kicking in now, and you're turning yeah, down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, come on, you got. Yeah, I feel like it wasn't two episodes ago. I said something about swimming pools and movies. Yeah, <laughs> like this is still. Uh, yeah, you're uh, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Buddy Epson, the Tin Man himself. Got it's just a. It's so. Mm. I mean, wasn't my favorite show, but between him, it was and better than Leave It to Gran- Beaver. Granny with her rheumatism and Jethro <laughs> and the Cement Pond. He ended up marrying, I think, a, a character played by Sharon Tate. By the way, she was the secretary or whatever. This oh. was one of her big things. Huh. Um, Ellie May. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Mr. Drysdale, yep. Miss Hathaway. Yep. Yeah, that was the show I watched a lot of. It's just got it's got a great theme song. It's one of those. This is the Gilligan's Island level theme song where you are telling the story. Mm-hmm. You know, well, we doggies. Well, guess what? Didn't make it to the finals. Gilligan's Island. So yeah, who true. knows if this one will? Yeah, yeah, probably not. But it will beat Leave It to Beaver for me. <laughs> yes, yeah. me too. I hope I'd, st- I'd say the whole title. <laughs> uh, definitely beat Leave It to Beaver. Okay, so moving on, I've got a couple of pooches here. <laughs> Underdog, 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 
Thanks for indulging me and playing the whole theme song. Yeah. That was about underdog if you didn't catch it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I feel like this is a sentimental pick. It is. You've stopped before. This was one of your favorites. Yeah, this was your, all... It was one of your top ten superheroes. Yes, yeah. this is it. I love <laughs> underdog. It just gives it such a nostalgic feel. It, I remember being so young watching this, like that beginning where, ooh, uh, creep me out, scare me. But I liked it, you know. It was just something I like. Oh, I'm gonna stay, you know. Sweet Polly purebred, and he's, you know, it's a little, maybe shouldn't have been popping pills or whatever, you know, to get his strength and <laughs> all that. But uh, it had uh, several different intros, you know. I was looking at him, um, but you know what what he was up against and things. But that's I just love that song, and it's up against, you know, a, a little more iconic of a. Well, I will say I didn't hate Scooby-Doo but I was never a fan. I, I, I know I guarantee you are, but I just, I if there was anything else on, I wasn't watching Scooby Doo, and I'm gonna pre-vote 100% underdog. <laughs> That's a valiant effort, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, I feel like, like you said it. If it was just always on, and it's one of those shows I remember, like figuring out the formula. Yeah. And it's like, oh, every Old episode. Old man, whatever. There's never anything supernatural about this. And they were all great. Shaggy yeah. and Scoob go <laughs> off by themselves. Like, wow. God forbid Scrappy do shows up. <laughs> but, yeah, that song is right in that, like, groovy late Hell 60s yeah. sort of. And this ran. When were this they were was, making oh new episodes. Gosh. 69 to 70. Scooby Doo, where are you? But then it had other so iterations. Were, right. that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's. I think they're still making. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I've had people come into the store like looking for Scooby Doo comics for their little kids. Like, mm-hmm. how does this kitty know Scooby Doo? Yeah, it's still, it's, it's still, still, still out there. Yeah, the great Hanna Barbera really. Uh, now I like Hanna Barbera cartoons, but this was not it for me. So yeah, what are you it, saying? It, it, song Scooby Doo better. Scooby, you guys suck. Okay. <laughs> Kill an underdog right off the bat. So Scooby versus Hillbilly? Are we doing that oh, already? Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. That's wrong. <laughs> I'm going Hillbillies. I love bluegrass. <laughs> I love that. I love picking and grinning. Oh, mm. man. Earl and Flats or Flat what were Scruggs? they? Flat and Scruggs. That was it. <laughs> Earl. Earl. Well, it was, it was one of their first names. Earl yeah. Scruggs, oh. yeah. Right, yeah, I can't remember the guys. Lester or something? Lester, Flat, yeah. and Earl Scruggs. Yeah. Man, I can't remember. I don't know where I pulled that crap. <laughs> okay. What'd you decide? You two? You you went bluegrass. So we went. It's, yeah, okay. it's Hillbillies. Did you say Scooby? Or no, you... it's Hillbillies. Okay, yeah, Hillbillies. Yeah. All right. Got a cartoon matchup here. <laughs> He's a demon and he's, he's gonna, gonna be chasing, chasing after, after someone. someone. 
Speed Racer. It's such a good tune. Yeah, so what, you've talked about Speed Racer before and too much. Some yeah, <laughs> well, some probably. Say but. Too much. Mach 5, man, come on. I don't, I don't know that I really watched it as a kid. Yeah. It wasn't like you know, a Saturday morning cartoon or whatever. I discovered it later. Probably. I remember it being on MTV. Uh, that would, yeah, uh, I can that see tracks. that. Yeah. Certainly not music. <laughs> no. And it was on Cartoon Network in some of those early days. And maybe like junior high discovering it. And just like, this is terrific. It was just in its own little world hmm. where racing cars was the most important thing in the world. And like <laughs> all honor and nobility. You know, if you were a clean racer, uh, that was like the most important thing. And like, you know, the, the international diplomacy. Like, oh, we we're having a border this dispute. Would solve it. Yeah, we're having a border dispute with these <laughs> other neighbors. Well, you better race a car. Like, yeah. it, it's just it's amazing. And the, I will go to my grave defending the live action movie from the Wachowskis. Oh, I love it. I, I like that movie. Yeah. And the song. I mean, come on, great song. Yep. Let's hit it. What's it up against? Here he comes. Get your rubber ducky out. <laughs> He's a demon and he's it's so Ernie from Sesame Street. <laughs> he's often flying as he streams a show all night and day. I don't get to play that much. That's a good. Like he's in a TV race. Go binge racer. Go binge racer. Go binge racer. Go. Man, if you are not a Kapow fan, <laughs> I'm sorry you don't know what that's all about. Okay, what's it really up against? That wins, by the way. <laughs> Spider-Man. So if you didn't catch it, that one's a Spider-Man theme song. <laughs> 67 to 70, the original Spider-Man theme song. And another one they've remixed and remixed right. for all the movies and yeah. you know mm-hmm. things years it, after this. Because it's such a simple classic. Mm-hmm. No matter how many movies they make, nothing can replace that theme. Right. They know when they got something good. This is This was a good creation, this theme song. I never watched a whole lot of those... Marvel mm-hmm. cartoons with the very static animation like they they took actual like Jack Kirby drawings and stuff like didn't pay him of course but they would take <laughs> actual comic panels and kind of yeah. rud- rudimentally an- is that the rudimentary Ellie? rudimentary rudimentarily they would like make cartoons out of them <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about animation <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, so I gotta go Speed Racer 
Oh, wow. Um, I'll go Spider-Man. Okay, this uh, should be a harder choice for me. Because, boy, do I adore Spider-Man, but there's nothing like that Speed Racer song. Nice. Okay, so the final in the Northeast bracket is a couple of kids shows from way back. He's dancing, people. You see that picture mm-hmm. of Cliff? It's good stuff. <laughs> I love it too, Cliff. I, I, I remember this. Watch this when I was a kid. This is like 1954? 55, 58, okay. original, by Annette yeah. them. Yeah, there's amazing, if you go back into getting Disneyland made, the deal Walt made with ABC um, to produce the Mickey Mouse Club as part, you know, giving them a daily afternoon show and ABC funded part of the, uh, the, the uh, construction, so... But yeah, Annette and oh my gosh, Bobby Driscoll just doesn't it, get any better than Mickey Mouse. Wall Disney legends. Oh man, this next with song. their shirt names on their oh. shirt. Yep, wearing white. Got, yeah, that's where we got the mouse ears. Got the ears on. Yeah, Heck yeah. Started it all. I'm still wearing my my ears. <laughs> yeah, that's up against another childhood icon show. What time is that? That's why I like it. All the voices, all those kids screaming every mm-hmm. word to that song. They, yeah. I mean, Duty. <laughs> Mr. Duty. He said Duty. I remember, so dumb. I remember watching just very few episodes of that in some sort of rerun form uh, when I was being babysat. I mean, I was really young, and yeah, um, so it wasn't like something. <laughs> yeah, the coonskin cap on. Yeah, right. It was fairly, yeah, they were drawing it for me. No, but I just so I didn't see a lot of it. But I remember it was Clarabelle the Clown, which I believe was was the is it is that correct? You're looking at me like you're. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but the I was thinking the clown that didn't say anything was played by the guy that ended up being um, Captain Kangaroo. I think that is correct. Yeah, I think I've heard that before. Um, would you remember that show? Oh, oh yeah, gosh, yeah, it's, yeah oh, sure. But Mr. Moose and yeah. ping pong balls and all that <laughs> stuff. But uh, Mr. Green Jeans. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Howdy Doody. Yeah, I like the I like well, the how, ki- I like the kids singing it. The Howdy Doody was a morning kids show. 
that I mean it was it was a phenomenon in at that in the fifties. Oh, you know, huge. kids eating their cereal again. There was school. not on, but, yeah, but that was the kids show. Yeah, marionette yeah. puppet from nineteen forty seven to nineteen sixty, and and that now I don't I that theme song has I assume started with that and became you know tarara boom deray. You hear that in freaking football stadiums and sporting events they play that you know mm-hmm. just the music to it the marching bands play and stuff anyway so yeah a whole generation of kids reared on this yeah. show for sure right so we know close about how you feel about it, Jordan uh, yeah that's another thing if you say M-I-C-K-E yeah. like yeah um, that's come on See you I real soon. I, I can't even spell the word. Why? Because yeah. we like you. Yeah, if I'm writing the word Mickey, it's M I C K E Y. Yeah, you can't. It does, it. Yeah, it yeah. just doesn't. Yeah. Appear. We'll, we'll, yeah, I know you we'll get cr- you one more round. Yeah, yeah. I know you. I knew you didn't mind squashing like... my underdog, but uh, <laughs> but I'm not gonna go get you on this one because I'm a, a good person. Um, let's see. So we have Mickey Mouse Club up against Speed Racer. Hmm. Well, you guys know my vote. Yeah. I'm sticking with Speed. Yeah, I'm going to go Speed Racer here. So disappointing. And that puts Speed up against the Beverly Hillbillies. Hillbillies. Yeah, I got to go Hillbillies. Speed Racer. There's a lot more substance there. So... We're uh, going to the southeast bracket with the plan. My three sons, Disney legends, yeah. Fred McMurray. Oh, come, yeah. I mean, this show was on for a long time. 1960 to 72. You had the... Wow, that is a long time. Uncle Charlie. I can't remember all the kids' names. Ernie. Chip and Ernie Douglas. Yeah, what was it? Rob? Or was that the older one? I'm not sure. Um, I'm just quoting Cable Guy at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the... Uh, I, lo- I love that theme song. I didn't watch a ton of the show. I watched some, but... Yeah, I didn't either. I just remember the song. So... And this, uh, it's up against a show, another show that was around forever, wasn't it? Uh, I believe it's like the longest running yeah. show, live action Ever. show on TV. burn or something yes western field ben cartwright michael landon yeah lauren green yeah hoss hoss that's i don't know his name he was just hoss yeah well yeah michael landon, little joe with his little green jacket that django ended up wearing <laughs> <laughs> again i these are the ones you, you watched when uh the parents had it on or whatever and uh just I, I I remember preferring Big Valley, hmm. but that's just, a hot that take was, right was, there. Yeah. <laughs> hot take, Big Valley. I, I don't want to lose any listeners, Seth. Let's not get too controversial. <laughs> I'm going for it. I'm sticking with it. It had the six million dollar man in it. 
It was better. Well, um, I preferred the rifleman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so I my three, uh, my three sons. Paladin, paladin. Why is Have that not on here? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh weak. I protest. It's going to be a write-in vote. My three sons, but no have gun will travel. <laughs> Are happened. you kidding me? Hey, this is the list. <laughs> Got this list Deal is with it. nothing to me anymore. Um, so <laughs> Bonanza was on for fifty nine to seventy three. Wow, Dang. forever. Yeah. yeah, it's Bonanza for me. Also, a pretty good restaurant. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> that is such a Jordan restaurant. It's like one of the four CC's Marietta. Pizza. It's one of the four Marietta had when I was growing up. Okay, if it was, hey, if it was Bonanza night, that was a treat. This it, it's going up against again one of the most recognizable theme songs ever. The Andy Griffith Show. Starring Andy Griffith with Ronnie Howard. Don Nuts? Also starring Don Nuts. And Jerry Mathers has the beaver. <laughs> Come on, who hasn't whistled that? If you oh, can whistle, you whistle yeah. this. Yeah. The Fishing Hole was the name of the song. This show was on from 60 to 68. Uh, I mean, I am confident I have seen every episode of that many, many times. It's a great, wholesome show. He's always... Opie's always learning a lesson. Everybody's always learning a lesson on this show. Aunt B's cusses up a storm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I imagine that's what's going on in the kitchen. Um, but yeah, come on, it's great. Gomer so Goober, he, uh, everybody. Single father. Was he a widower? I believe that was what think, was implied. He yeah. was a widower. So I get that's a strange thing for that time yeah. period. Is yeah, you a single parent raising an Opie. Don't forget, it's me. It's me. It's Ernest T. Mm-hmm. Come on, R.S.T. Bass. Had Goober and Gomer. Sam the Butcher. Yeah. No. That's the that's wrong show. <laughs> that's Floyd the Barber. <laughs> I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. Sam the Butcher. <laughs> My gosh. Settle down. <laughs> he had the pharmacist girl. Episode. What was her name? Oh, Betty, yeah. Betty, Becky, Betty. Oh, man. Something like that. Remember Helen? Maybe that was it. No, no Helen, Helen, Helen came after. Teacher. Yeah, she came after. was a school teacher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then there was uh, Thelma Lou. Yeah, Thelma yeah. Lou and Barney. Come yeah. on. So what's your, like, how much do you love Don Knotts? Um, he is pretty as good. As a comedian. Ooh. I mean, he, he. you were talking about physicality and things. And just like, he, he can, is a naturally funny. He can make a face yes. or make yeah. a noise or like that consternation yeah. he always had. Just, yeah. I, I think he's super talented. Worst thing they ever did was animate him when they did the Mr. The, Limpet? Yeah. It's just like, what? what a waste. He's oh, all looking at him. On. It's all about seeing. Give me the Apple Dumpling Gang any well, day apple, over yeah. a freaking Limpet. The ghost of Mr. Chicken. <laughs> That's a hot take. Uh, These are the arguments everybody's yeah. having nowadays. This show's too hot to touch. Yeah, yeah. yeah I definitely prefer. You better the- get permission before you download this. <laughs> All right, so, so we're going. Andy Griffith Andy. crushes. Bonanza. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, now this show, this next matchup, I love this theme song. <laughs> Bonanza. 
Get Smart. Come on. Love me some Get Smart back in the day. Is it the same guy that did the Inspector Gadget uh, voice? Yes. Don Adams. I yes. Believe. Yeah. Missed it by that much. Oh, so good. I love that. It's just got... I mean, it encapsulates that 60s vibe, you know, and the whole just chaos, the whole joke they're making of <laughs> yeah. it. It's a Mel Brooks... It, it was a spoof. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's so, a Mel yeah, Brooks This era, show. there's nothing bigger than James Bond, The Man from Uncle, all these spy shows, Cold War drama. Right. 007 things, and right. here we got Agent 86 so, and 89 yeah. and 99 <laughs> and everybody, and just like... Mm. So I probably discovered the show maybe junior high age on Nick at Night again, and just fell in love with it. I just... Very smart. Oh, he had the shoe phone. Yeah, smart, yes. dumb humor. He gets like, in the phone booth and goes down <laughs> into the thing. He said, yeah, the boss is just called Chief. He's yeah. Just, yeah. He's just Chief. I, I enjoyed the uh, Steve Carell and, and the uh, Rock remake a few yeah, years back. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Okay, it's up against a, you know, really good one. So such a nice, smooth, yeah, imposing song. Perry Mason, Raymond Burr, my mom. Oh yeah, my mom loved, loved these kind of shows. Perry Mason, figuring out the uh, mm-hmm. you know what what how they're gonna solve this. Or I remember like if it was on in the early morning, she would watch it. If it was on like in the afternoon, she would come home from lunch to watch per- old Perry Mason. Yeah, this reruns. is not something that I would have watched on my own, but because my mom had it on, I was watching it with her all the time. You know, I, I, if there was something on, I was going to watch it, you know, so I was glad she was picking some you know, good stuff, but the Paul Drake is like investigator and mm-hmm. Della street. And the, <laughs> the, of course his foe, the district attorney, Hamilton burger, which I always thought his name was funny. <laughs> but it's you know it's not it was very it, it, serious it was, it was a little stuffy for, yeah for yeah. as a child it felt stuffy but i still you know it's got that you've heard if you don't know the so- song you know i guarantee you've heard it before I okay but like, but it does not be get smart for me i, I feel I like if we didn't have perry mason we wouldn't have got a matlock Ooh. I like that timeline. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually I'm gonna vote Perry Mason. Oh. Yeah, good piece of music. Yeah. Set up the yeah. the tone of it, but yeah, to me, get smarts where it's at. So it captures that '60s vibe so yeah. well. Well, we're we gonna do about get smart versus the Andy Griffith. Oh, no contest. <laughs> He thinks we we know the, what he means by that. <laughs> it's it's the Andy Griffith show for me, all the way. Personally, I would lean get smart, but uh, Andy Griffith is so. But professionally, professionally, as with my reputation at stake, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with Andy Griffith. Wow, the fact that I were you leaning get smart? 
I was we have upset it? You know, I waited to see what you said, definitely, <laughs> because I, I, I wasn't sure. I haven't written it down yet. It's my yeah, I really love Get Smart, but the fact that you, I definitely, it may take me a moment in my normal life if I think, oh, I, I like that. It may take me a moment to recall that theme, and there's no problem thinking about how Andy Griffith goes. And like I said, I whistle it all the time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going Andy Griffith. And you love to whistle. I do love to whistle. <laughs> Okay, so out of the bottom part, got some stuff. Got a couple girls. <laughs> you lost it with got some stuff. Well, I was gonna. There's I, only I knew, so many ways to say. I knew you were getting ready to play, but I, I would say this is a couple girls that like uh, move their body parts to do magic stuff. How's that? <laughs> I dream of Jeannie. Yeah, Barbara Eden. Major Nelson. Yeah. J.R. J.R. Ewing. Before he was J.R. Ewing. I know. Yeah. See, uh, what does he put her, her hand, one hand on each elbow and then nods her head. And yep. Makes something happen. I don't know. She, she lives was, inside that bottle. I remember was, seeing it. She came from the bottle. He was he was an astronaut down in Cape Kennedy yeah, before it was Cape best, Canaveral. The, be, the best was the... Uh, what would you say it was Roger or something? Yeah, that that guy was the funny part. Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> he was constantly getting in messes and stuff, but it was pretty good. But we got another girl. She she twinkles her nose. Elizabeth Montgomery in. Bewitched. Was she that big of a star that they had to put her name out front at that time? I don't know. It's possible I didn't get the original version. She might have became famous. Still a long time, 64 to 72. So these are pretty much concurrent again. Yes. Pop culture moves in these kind of... Yeah. Somebody has an idea that fits yeah. what's going on in the world. We, we only had one genie, but we had multiple Darrens. Yeah, we got plenty of Darrens go around. Um, we got Endora. Mm-hmm. And then it wouldn't was Tabitha the daughter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what what were you guys? Were you a I Dream of Genie fan, or were you, did you uh, watch Bewitched? Uh, I I mean, I watched both these shows. I I probably liked them about the same, not much. Mm-hmm. They were fine. So I like from what I remember, the plots were. Oh, a problem pops up. I'm going to use magic to solve it. Right. Oh, it gets us in deeper. By the end, we solve it, and right. things go back. Like trying to hide it from Darren. Yeah, they seem very whoever, yeah. similar. Yeah. Larry Hagman. So I, I prop Bewitched seemed to be on more when I was younger. I don't. Yeah. I remember seeing more of those, but I didn't have a huge favorite out of the two. I think just music wise, I think I Dream of Genie is probably a better song. Yeah, I, I remember Bewitched probably being on more but I also remember like if I Dream of Genie came on, it was like a treat for me. Like, okay. oh, this is the good one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, okay. it's Genie for me. Okay, I'll go with you. And this is a matchup. I think this is one of the, this is a highly ranked song for me. Oh, 
Flintstones, they're the modern Stonehenge family. From the town of Bedrock, they're a place right out of history. Let's ride with the family down the street, through the courtesy of Fritz and Pete. When you're with the Flintstones, have a yabba-dabba-doo time, a dabba-doo time, we'll have a gay old time. Uh, so a prime time animated sitcom <laughs> that had a laugh track. Yeah, was right. not on Saturday mornings. Was played, you know, prime time for adults. It was written and you know, it was for yeah, based everyone. on the honeymooners. Yes, basically. Yeah. But there were like, this was the time when they did their own commercials and stuff. They had animated commercials of Fred Flintstone like smoking cigarettes yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah. Parliaments are the best tasting cigarettes you can find. Um, play what's up against. Is by Elroy. Daughter Judy. Jane, his wife. Oh, yeah, and he's married. Yeah, by the way. Yeah, so I think, you know, we, we've. Ask Jordan's question: Were you a Transformers kid or a GI Joe kid? Were you a Flintstones kid, kid, or were you a uh, Jetson? Hey kid? man, I took the vitamins and everything. I was gonna say they didn't make Jetson vitamins. That's, true. That's very true. <laughs> they, they did have a uh, some classic episodes from Jetsons where you know, like who can forget? Zoom, Dad, zoom. get it are you rushing or are you dragging (laughs) not my tempo (laughs) means I love you Jordan oh the Jetsons was so weird oh so crazy the 60s were were mad time Jordan um yeah I this is super easy for me but it's obviously it was it was a they went to the past, so they thought, hey, we got a great idea. Let's go to the future. <laughs> Do the same thing. But I'm a Flintstones guy, so. Yeah, me too. It's my pick. Uh, yeah, Jetsons, I think, if yeah, people know the lyrics, they know they remember all the characters' names because, because of, the, of song, the song. Right? Yeah. But yeah, Flintstones, yabba-dabba-doo, come on. Okay, yeah. so that's everything. We're going uh, Flintstones versus Genie. No-brainer. Flintstones. Flintstones. Flintstones versus Andy Griffith. Mm. Flintstones for me. <laughs> I don't I, think it's that easy. Yeah, Play I them both. I don't Play have them. a Play them. strong emotional reaction to either of these. I think here's what I'm, I'm Flintstones should win this section of the bracket. I'm call I'm saying that is my pick. Hold on. But but it, it does up, it all. Sets up the setting. It's fast. Me? Okay, hit the other one. 
I mean, it does it all. Come on. That's a good one. Also sets up the. It you know, went for a leisurely, leisurely yeah. time. Andy so does Cheers, and we had to Ronnie cut that Howard. out last time. <laughs> that was a leisurely time. People, everybody, everybody knew my name. Um, I. Oh my God! Everybody knows Aunt B. <laughs> Yeah, I it's Andy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drag my feet till I have to choose that. It's Andy yeah. Griffith. Dang for it! Me. <laughs> They're both great. You can't go wrong. Too busy making up hilarious spoof songs. <laughs> I'm not doing my job. So it's between Andy Griffith and the Flintstones. Do we need to play him again? Fred Flintstone versus Andy Taylor. Now I wish I had. I thought this was going to be easy. I would have had the outro also on Flintstones. That was great. <laughs> anyway, He's thinking. I can see the wheels my, spinning. My wheels have stopped. They're jammed. <laughs> I don't know. That's tough. I, yeah, I watched Flintstones quite a lot as a kid. I don't remember loving it. Yeah. I remember there being a Grand Poobah. I've heard that. Yeah. Barney, Betty, Bam Bam. Think overall, the entire bracket, what representative stands a chance? I mean, obviously, this doesn't stand a chance because you guys don't like it, but I I thought it would. I thought this would really fly out of here as a quality. And people still, like, you'll see memes of, like, there's people who, oh, we need to go back to Mayberry values and all that stuff. Like, (laughs) it's still this idea of the perfect America. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to go back to the Stone Age. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you got freaking have mammoths like, washing yeah, your car. Turtles doing your dishes or what? It's a living. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Griffith show for me. You guys suck. That's, that's the only one that oh, I'm upset about. Beautiful family song. Wow. I like it, but man. I wanted something chunky to come out of this freaking thing. So we got on the west side. On the west side. We got Mission Impossible versus Batman. Batman. Wow, that's that's easy for me. Mission Impossible. My vote. Oh. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, my first word was impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Jordan. they're thinking. Folks. Jordan, Mission Impossible or Batman? Like you said, Mission Impossible is not a great show. Mm-hmm. It's not well remembered and well beloved. People Bat- didn't say it. Batman, the first word. Batman, Batman is. It's still running on IFC every Saturday morning. <laughs> I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, true. Wow. But see, I think whatever wins these two, I can see beating whatever's in the other bracket especially since there's no flintstones there anymore <laughs> so this I, we're basically picking the winner between these two i think oh i i, I honestly don't see it that way at all okay i don't want to get ahead of myself gosh <laughs> buckle up we might be here all night <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> oh man we're gonna need more cigarettes and coffee <laughs> good thing fred recommended something <laughs> <laughs> oh man do we need to play him again uh, if we can kill a few more seconds so I can decide. Play okay. Batman. Uh, no, 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 no. That's such a... Everyone knows that. A baby could 
sing this song. <laughs> <laughs> no matter, it's a big baby. Or no. Okay, play Mission Impossible. Turn up. Oh, that right there. I know. And it just builds suspense, and then it hits you, and you're off. Oh. We were walking into Gen Con last week, and there was some sort of machinery work going on downtown, and it made that sound. It was, <laughs> and there was never any payoff, and it was driving me crazy. <laughs> so what do you say? Throw me a bow. I genuinely... Okay, that's all I want, is your genuine... G- genuinely. Hey, I, I don't care as long as you want that your Genuinely. Pick. I gotcha. still haven't decided. I'm just saying genuinely. Oh, oh good. <laughs> I genuinely haven't decided. Oh, nice. Mission Impossible. Uh, doesn't matter, but I would vote for Batman. Yeah, wait now. Okay, that puts it up against the other side, which was Andy Griffith Show versus the Beverly the Hillbillies. Beverly Hillbillies. Hmm. Well, similar in sensibility. Beverly Hillbillies tells a good story, but for me, I do think I I like the. Just the simple fish and hole whistling of Andy Griffith better. So I'm kind of going against my original argument mm. that I like the story told, but this is too good. The Andy Griffith Show, starring Andy Griffith. <sighs> you do love whistling. I do. Um. Hmm. Either one of these, for me, is going to beat Mission Impossible. Either way. Oh, really? Yeah. Not for me. Yeah, Hillbillies or, or Andy so I Griffin. feel like Beverly Hillbillies was kind of, even when it was out, it was kind of seen as kind of the lowbrow. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, here's the dumb comedy of the day. It's the, you know, Big Bang, it's the Big Bang Theory of the day. It was super popular, but it's just, <laughs> wow. it's, it's for less. <laughs> Man, wow. This, this, this episode is just <laughs> hot take. <laughs> Extreme TV theme song. I'm saying popular, but not Beverly Hillbillies. You heard it here, folks. Beverly. I don't know where this is coming from. The Beverly Hillbillies was the Big Bang Theory of its day. I am blown away by that statement. That goes on your tombstone. I'm saying like popular, but not critically acclaimed. He's pulling into the ditch. It didn't win awards, and it wasn't critically beloved. It wasn't a smart satire or anything, but people loved it. So it's a fan favorite, Mm -hmm. rather than a critical darling, is Mm -hmm. all I'm saying. (laughs) Even though Big Bang Theory's won multiple Emmys. But, beside my point. Hmm. Where Andy Griffith, I feel like, was always beloved through all segments. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going on show, you're you know given. I mean, you're obviously we're all weighing that in, yes. So, but I think like it's a better if, show. If you played the first three notes, you know, Andy Griffith, you I'd, I'd be I like, would why write, didn't you play the first four notes? Well, yeah, that's but, a I mean, very weird number to play. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm just saying. Immediately, I know it. Yeah, like instantaneous. Oh, yeah. I get that feeling of. Yeah. Oh, you don't know, but. Uh, We've moved I'm on. going Andy Griffith. Yeah, me too. Andy. All right. So we have in the final, in the golden age bracket, we have Andy Griffith 
show versus Mission Impossible. I am pre-picking Mission Impossible. And Cliff's already shared his. Andy game. Griffith. Yep. It's up to you again. I'm too. I get too hyped from the Mission Impossible. I mean, I never guessed it would go this far. So I'm. I'm excited because I feel like so I'm both of them. You know, are really just instrumental. I, I don't want to build this up too much because, like I said, I think I'm the opposite of Cliff. Mission Possible or Batman, whatever one that would have beat Hibbley's or Andy I agree. For me. I totally agree. Whereas Cliff was opposite. Either of those two right. would beat yeah. those two. So yeah, I agree with that. I was already leaning one of the two from that side. Yeah. So uh, without additional ado, <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> there has been ado. There's been a little bit of ado. <laughs> so let's not stretch out all the ado here and just go Mission Impossible. I like it. I so would now, just nothing to do formal with protest. I would have went Andy Griffith. Yeah, I would have went Flintstone. So anyway, we got uh, we have. <laughs> I would have went Speed Racer. So yeah. Forget so all we have two. <laughs> we're halfway done with our total thing. We've got Mission Impossible and the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Wow. I mean, those are two icons and theme songs. I'm very happy with what we settled on on these first two episodes. So please come back. And check out the other half here over the next few weeks. We're only halfway done. We're only done. done. We true. love this. We're dragging it out, people. And, you know, if you if anything with a special theme song, I, I like to check it out. <laughs> so uh, we'll definitely uh, yeah yeah. In the in the meantime, while you're waiting for these episodes to come out, rate us that five star review on iTunes, Google Podcast, Google Play, wherever you Google. Uh, Podbean, um, find us on Facebook, Twitter, at the Kapow Podcast, or send us an email. Tell us what you thought and how uh, you felt ripped off by this uh, bracket. <laughs> uh, that's Kapow the Pop Culture Podcast at gmail.com. Don't at us. <laughs> at Cliff. Complain to him. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We'll be back. Same bat time, same bat channel. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Bye forever. Kapow, the pop culture podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. What am I playing? Any of them. <laughs> Too many cookies? <laughs> no. No, I want some Cider House rules. Hold on. <laughs> I gotta find it. <laughs> I got too many things pulled up. They say that the side of house sucks, but they're all fools. What they don't know is the side of house rocks. And the side of house rules. And the side of house rules. One more? Sure. We play theme songs for movies that don't have them. So let's start things off right with a little visit from the dessert cart. One, two, three, four. I didn't come to Chocolate I didn't come to Chocolate I didn't come to Chocolate
Dedicated to Mr. Eastwood and my special girl, Dobzy. <laughs> Better than a grand piano. Watch love. <laughs> 